<laughs> California love. <laughs> oh, I want Fire one. Fire so walk with me. <laughs> Fellas, don't drink that coffee. guess it was like five and six like yeah. five was the one where like the boy dies and i'm like i hate this and then but then six is the one that like felt like twin peaks and then seven is the crazy one so she saw that one but then she missed anyway i don't know why i'm telling you all this there, no, 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 I'm, I'm curious missed, i'm curious she's missed a few here and there and then she um She's been kind of, I think, with it since maybe 11 and missed one in there somewhere. Like she yeah. tonight we were watching and uh, she was like, why are these gangsters being she missed the one episode where the gangsters started being nice to him or something. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The with the in the <laughs> desert. Is that the? Yes, yes. I'm uh, just I'm curious because I don't know, like, if Julie was a fan, like, did, like, I'm guessing that. She was a big fan of the show. She was a big fan of the music, especially like before but, knowing you. Or did you introduce yeah, oh, it to her? No, no. She like oh, like cool. when we started dating. I like she still had a tape player in her car, wow. and it had a she had the Twin Peaks like soundtrack tape in there. Was was that um, the moment you knew she was the one? <laughs> it, I I was actually pretty sure before that, but um, <laughs> that sealed the deal. That, when I found out about that. Um, yeah, she like loves Agent Cooper. She loves Audrey. She loves, you know, she loves all of it. Like uh, she's she's not as sort of in-depthly nerded up on it as I am, say. Sure. But, um, but few, I, few are, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> but, but things like, yeah, things like Firewalk With Me uh, uh, are a little tougher for her sure. to kind of figure out. But uh, and, yeah, I, and you, I understand. I understand. We had we had a, a friend of ours, a mutual friend on Facebook this week, be like, because I posted last week on Facebook, um, you know, w like it lets you post what you're watching. And I wrote watching Twin Peaks. And it was after this episode. And I wrote like best summer ever. And, you know, you commented on it. And then we had a friend who was just like, I have been trying. Our friend Angela is like, I tried watching the old show and I couldn't get into it. And so I'm like, I'll give the new show a shot. And she's like, I just, I couldn't even make it through the first episode. And it's like, when people say that, I go, I kind of understand. <laughs> like, I don't, it's, it's, this is not the show where I'm like, you have to like this or there's something wrong with you. It's just like, it just works with my brain and it, it is really weird. And there are so many things to turn people off, but I thought it was a really interesting question she asked. Like, 
everyone or a lot of people talk about the show as being so great, but I can't get into it. And it's just like, I don't know what to say. Right. And well, and the, the thing that was telling and, and kind of funny for me, like I wasn't even going to try and convince her cause, cause she's going like, and man, what is up with that music? Like I, <laughs> I feel like if there's one thing the world can agree on, at least in my mind until this moment, it's yeah. that like we all at least know that the music is cool because it was like wasn't it like the number it, one album? Didn't it, it had like, a hit? Yeah, it, yeah. it had a um, the song was on the radio and sure. did real well, and um, uh, the the soundtrack was a really good seller. Like it was a yeah, it was a top seller. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's like the, that was the like the most popular thing, right? About the whole show, probably was the like that reached the like the pinnacle yeah, of pop culture was, like was probably that soundtrack. Culture. Yeah, it was the music, the little the little guy dancing, and yeah. like coffee and pie. You know, it was kind of <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was like, if you don't like, if you don't, if Agent Cooper has a hook to you, and I I think you're uh, I think you best move on. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. But it it's so funny. I was like, I really, it made me kind of happy that she asked that question because I was like, that's the like the thesis statement of this, our show, our podcast was like bringing this to Dallas and being like, I'm not going to get upset with you at, at any point if you don't like this because I have a hard time. Like, this is not the show for everyone. It just isn't. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's not like, Oh, you don't like the Godfather? You know what I mean? Like it just is it's not that piece of art where I think everyone needs to take the time to appreciate it. I mean, it, it it's one of those things I think it probably gets overlooked a lot because people are like, "Well, that show's kind of weird, but if you try and you don't like it, I there's nothing wrong with that. I just think some pieces of art work with people's brains and some people like, you know, it just doesn't. And this is one of those things for you and me at least really we connected with it so yeah, and i think too like going back i've heard I, i've had other friends who love the show but but like when it came back on netflix they were kind of like boy it hasn't aged too well <laughs> and i'm like well i i like i to me it's it's like a timeless thing even though sure. i see the 80s in it but yeah but um i do think there there is a real value to to watching it knowing the context uh, from which it came out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, you know. And that's maybe. hard. It's hard to go, okay, you have to forget every show you've watched in the last quarter of a century. Mm -hmm. Like, you mm -hmm. literally have to, like, take all of them out of your brain to realize how important the show was, you know? But, right. I mean, uh, you know, anyway. Well, we are dishing the percolator. We are back. Uh, what a fantastic episode of Twin Peaks. I was most of the time just making, like, animal noises and having my arms in the air. I, f I mean, like, you know, I knew it was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to happen this episode. I thought we were going to, like, we talked about it. I thought it was going to be, like, the last 10 minutes. But I'm so glad that it's not. I'm so glad we're going to get this, like, you know, we talked about Firewalk with me. It's like, oh, what if, what if you know, Kyle McLaughlin would have done the movie? And I feel like, well, this is what we're getting. We're getting, like, this two-hour finale mm -hmm with him in the driver's seat. And I'm like, so excited. Um, you know, I just, it was just such a blast. I had the best time on Sunday. It was so fun. It was, it, well, what was, what was great about it? And I don't mean to get too far ahead of things, but when he came back, I, you knew immediately. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I 
you know, I went nuts when when I watched it again with with my wife. She like started screaming. <laughs> and yeah. what was great about it is that when he was on, he was driving. You know, you, you knew it was Agent Cooper because he yes. had that way of like driving the car, basically. He, but he was, with complete and total respect for everyone around him. Yeah. And I love that. I love that we took the time to sort of say goodbye to everybody in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. you know, see you later. Like, I doubt we're going back there. I kind of hope not. Yeah. Although I, I do hope we find out if uh, if Dougie, uh, if some other version of uh, Dougie that will make Janie happy uh, will appear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at first I was like, oh, that's so nice. He's he's going to go back. Then I'm like, wait a minute. No, he's not. So. You know, it's funny is so I've been doing this show now for like over a year and I'll watch the episode once, at least since the new show started, I'll watch the episode once, just like not really thinking about it, just enjoying it as a fan. And then I'll mm-hmm. always watch it a second time and I'll take notes. And I this one might have been the one I took. I took like the least amount of notes because it was just like I just enjoyed it. I don't have as many questions. I do have a lot of I do have important questions. But this is one that was just kind of fun to just watch and take it in. Um, but the- it, it, well, it's really well paced. Yeah. It really. Yeah. I, I mean, even for the I mean, you know, even like the finger sandwiches and all that, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's that is creating that is creating attention because we're dying to know, you know, is he going to wake up? And uh, but I've, I've, I watching it again, it felt. It felt like I was in a movie. It felt like I, even like a ter- I would say that that sequence with the uh, with the people in the housing development. Like, yeah, I felt yeah. like I was watching a Tarantino film or something. It had that <laughs> kind of like that kind of clock sure, going on. Sure. Yeah. 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 Anyway, getting ahead of myself. No, no. It, there's no getting ahead of yourself anymore. We kind of just go wherever you know we're gonna go. I mean, um, I wish it would have. Why did it have to be finger sandwiches? Why couldn't why couldn't it have been donuts? Like that's the only thing. I, watching it again tonight, I was like, couldn't it have been a donut they gave him? I mean, come on, man. I, I think I feel like they're saving that for the when we, when we finally sure. get to Twin Peaks. And I I really love the woman. I don't know her name. Is her name Candy or Cookie or something? Yeah, Candy is the best. I love her explaining to Sunny Jim. <laughs> yeah, these are what they call finger sandwiches. She has been. <laughs> Like I, I really have enjoyed the Mitchum brothers, and I think Robert Nepper is great. But like Belushi and her together, it's just like that's been really funny for this. Yeah, and you know. uh, and and they were they were so funny this week, um, in a way that I and in a way that I haven't. I mean, I thought they were funny before, but I'm like, yeah, 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 get on with it. I feel like going back now, I will enjoy them more. Yes. Uh, when I go back, because because I was going, how did these guys get here? Like, remember when they were like beating the hell out of that guy, <laughs> the manager? Yeah. Who, like, oh, these are terrible people. And then we sure. also thought, well, we'll probably never see them again. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and now they're going now to they're Twin like, Peaks. <laughs> they're like Cooper's wacky sidekick. Like, yeah. Are are the gangsters gonna like? <laughs> I I kind of secretly want them to be with the rest of this weird story, like. The Han Solos of the piece, where yeah, 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 you know, yeah. there's the woman with no eyeballs who chatters, and like J- Jim Belushi <laughs> in the corner going like, "Boy, I got a doctor who could help her with that." Or like <laughs> well, yeah, that's like what I picture. <laughs> like, are we gonna have like some sort of standoff where it's gonna be like twenty people, and then Mister C? You know what I mean? Like, he has mm-hmm. no one in his corner anymore, and now it's like you've got 
you know, there's just so many people kind of on the side of good, it seems now. So, I mean, I'm so interested to see how this is going to go. I mean, obviously we know they're headed to Twin Peaks, and I'm guessing most of the final two episodes are going to take place there. But, like, what is the plan? Like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously Mr. C is headed there, too. And, like, is it going to be a standoff? Is that even going to be a thing? That doesn't seem very Twin Peaks-y. No, I I mean, I it's conventional. I can't possibly guess what they're going to do because sure. I always think I can and they, and we don't know, but it seems like they're all racing to, f- I mean, we've got the sheriff's department guys who are trying to figure out what's going on with this woman. Yeah. Um, you've got Coop, uh, evil Cooper is trying to find something. We don't know. Is he trying to find like, what do you think he's trying to find? Do we know? Well, the, the thing that I, like, is he have, trying to find the uh, the the like the experiment? Is he yeah, trying? Yeah, that's to, so. Like that's what I thought. Power of the experiment. Sure. Since the uh, second episode, when he showed her the card with the weird face with the ears, and then we see that. What did he creature, say about? It? Do you remember? He goes. I think he says, and I'm paraphrasing. He says, "Do you know what this is?" He shows um, Daria the card. And he goes, have you ever seen anything like this? He goes, this is what I want. And so in my head, I've been like, okay, he doesn't really like mince words, Mr. C, right? He's like very to the point. And so the whole time, whatever that thing is, is what his end game is. He wants to either reunite with this creature or defeat it or whatever. Like that's his goal. That's where he's headed. Um, Mm -hmm. And if that thing is the thing in the box, then we know it's like a pretty ruthless and terrifying uh, thing to deal with. So, you know, what exactly his endgame is, I don't know, but that's what I've thought the whole time is what he's looking for. Um, Do you think Bob is with him? I think so. You know, whether or not those, the woodsmen like, picked Bob out of him and like cleaned him off and put him back in or whatever. It seems like, it seems like he is. I mean, that's the big question is we talked we've talked about this a lot is like the rules changed with Coop. So it's not like Leland where Bob is with him sometimes and then not with him. It's like, you know, it was a different scenario where Cooper was bad. Cooper was in the lodge and came out and it's like, it's not the possession that we've seen that we kind of how we met Bob, but um, obviously we've seen Bob in him this show. And so, you know, either, either Bob left and he's still able to be this kind of superhuman. We've seen him, you know, punch people in the face and their face explodes. And he still seems to have kind of that intuition that he had before. Um, Uh If Bob is out of him, I mean, that's even more intriguing. So then again, like Albert yeah, asked, where's Bob? You know, where's Bob now? I mean, it's, uh, I find myself, I don't, if Bob is not in him, I don't, I just think I don't understand what this is. Like, sure. like, is he a tulpa? You know, now that we're, <laughs> now that we're calling these doubles tulpas, uh, according to, um, agent, what's her name? Agent Preston, uh, Preston. TP. Um, but, if he's one of those people, why, you know, why is Dougie an empty shell? Why is Diane in a conflicted? I know, I know. That's conflicted state. So I, I, I find myself trying to justify, oh, no, Bob's in there. 
Uh, and I keep waiting for there was a couple of times even this episode where I thought we were going to see him. Uh, and even when Diane was telling her story, I thought she was going to. She said, and then his face. Smile, he like he smiled and he smiled. Yeah. And I wondered <laughs> if that was. But but then I've also thought. Well, maybe the makers of the show, like they don't want to always have to be doing these tricks where Bob's face is popping out sure. all the time. Just remind us. And maybe from a, a sort of emotional storytelling standpoint, it's a stronger choice if if he feels more like what we've been calling him evil Cooper rather than, uh, a, you know, a, a puppet, sure. a puppet of this yeah. person that we're, that we're not as connected to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. I mean, that's the thing that, like, and I don't want to take away from this episode because I know the entire Twin Peaks fan universe enjoyed it, but I was paying attention to some of these things like, okay, Diane is saying, I'm not me. I'm in the sheriff's station. And the first thing I thought was, okay, well, she's the Japanese woman with the eyes that are gone. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe she is. Maybe I've heard that theory. I think it's a sound one. I I actually before I even heard anybody's theory, or, or or I can't remember if I thought of this and then we texted about it. But the whole Nido thing, yeah. Or 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 was it you who pointed me to an article that said David Lynch said sound. Sometimes you have to sound out the words to it, find the answer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, you know how you have to, when you speak backwards, you have to phonetically do it different Yes. than you would forwards. Yeah. And so I, I've literally sat here going like, Naido, how would you like it? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it would work. Oh, Diane. Like, that's how you would say it. And then if you reversed it, it would be like the Red Room version of Diane. So, um yeah, I, no, I, I, I think <laughs> I think that's a sound theory based on that alone because it seems like some weird thing he would do. So then, like, okay, if that's how it works, right? He took so we. I mean, again, not to gloss over this scene because it's really, really. I mean, uh, Laura Dern just like knocks this out of the park, and she's so great. I'm so happy she was in the show, but like this really, really haunting scene where she talks about him raping her and how horrible it was. So she's having memories of her as herself. So, you know, the, the laws of this thing, how does this work if you're a tulpa? Because the only things, the only tulpa story we've gotten so far was like the lowest Duffy one, right? That That's the... Yes, but I'm. that's the only time they've talked about them because they don't know about them. Like, like they don't know about evil Coop. They they know that it doesn't seem to be the same guy, and they got a clue from the sheriff that said two Coopers. But like the rules of it are what are what's frustrating to me. So like yes, absolutely. evil evil Cooper wasn't manufactured because he like if you go into the lodge you're you just like split right. So that or adopt, or yeah, is or is that and, how it works because. Like was is Dougie then the good a, like a good manufactured part of Mr. C? Because we we did learn a little bit, right? So okay, so Cooper wakes up, and the first thing he does is he sees Mike. You know, like Mike appears, and then he wakes up. So he goes, mm-hmm. "Do you still have the seed?" And he says, "Yes." And I'm guessing that's Dougie, right? Remember when Dougie 
yeah. disappeared. <clears throat> so he goes, I need you to make another one. He takes a piece of his hair and gives it to him. So right. then to me, that was like, okay, well, that's how Mr. C manufactured Dougie. Is he's able to, you know, but did Mike do that for him? Or was he, did the woodsman do that for him? Um, how, how is Diane? And who made Dougie? Was, did, did the evil Cooper make the Dougie? Well, that's what I imagine, but why? And, and why would he, if Mike has to make him? Why would Mike do that? Yeah. Or, yeah. or is it something that the, like I said, the, maybe those woodsman guys did it because they can do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, it's just like more questions. Okay. Why if Diane is a Tulpa and we know that the lowest Duffy story is both of them look the same. Well then why is, if it's Naito, why doesn't she look like Diane? Right. You know what I mean? Or is Diane, is the actual Diane like hiding somewhere in the sheriff's station? You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> or, well, and this was interesting. That noise from the great, Northern mm-hmm. is what made yes. uh, Bushnell Bushnell leave. I'm glad you caught that. I caught that to I I I realized it while I was watching the first time, but I didn't really kind of put two and two together tonight until tonight when I was like, "That's yeah. the noise." So I, you know, I do feel like there is some kind of portal. Man, I want that to be Josie so bad. Well, and remember, uh, wasn't James working security at the Great Northern and he went down to the basement? Yes. So that's the thing. And we, I think, timeline-wise, that happened. I mean, that's in the past, right? Unless, unless, unless Cooper's going to arrive like that night that that happened or something. But um, I mean, that's, that's like, I'm, I'm going, you know, if we went down there, why didn't, why didn't we see what happened? I, you know, if there's timeline, unless nothing happened, it was just like you know. But like, yeah. why? Why would they do a creepy going into the basement know. scene? There, it's like, <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna rule out that there's some weird like um, Christopher Nolan timeline stuff happening. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be shocked if they're like, oh, here's the trick. You didn't understand that this was happening here, and the, you know, and then the Audrey thing really kind of blows it all open. It's like, okay. How much of the Roadhouse stuff has been just her having dreams? You know, like what of this? Sh- what of this show even has been Audrey <laughs> having some if, sort of dream? I wondered if most. I wondered if m- most a, a lot of the Roadhouse was a dream. Yeah. Uh, although the scene, the se- because the only scenes that actually seem to affect anything are the ones where James and his friend with the glove punch those guys. And those weren't even like end of the show roadhouse scenes. Those were like, I think that happened in the middle of the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. Like all the ending stuff has all been kind of like, Oh, what are we watching? What is this? You know? Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I've wondered, are those people, you know, is this going to be like a, um, Wizard of Oz situation or Sucker Punch. That's a terrible example. Well, it's a perfect example, but nobody's seen that movie. But no. <laughs> where everybody turns out to be um, 
you know, where we find out she's in the, the hospital and all these women who've been sitting at the tables turn out to be the nurses or something. <laughs> I don't think he would do something that conventional, honestly. Like, I think. Yeah, it seems weird that she would have, like, such a detailed. But what do you, what's your pro- take on that mirror in the room? And I don't know, know man. Like, I like, mean, it doesn't seem like. It seemed like some place that was not terrestrial, like like it didn't seem like she's in like a psych ward because it was like blinding light, you know. So the last thing that we know for sure about Audrey was that she was in the ICU, and we know as of this episode that Cooper took advantage of her and that you know she had a son, but we don't know anything else. Like Ben doesn't talk about her when they come to talk about Richard, right? Like, remember when they, when, when yeah, sure, he doesn't talk Truman comes to say like, hey, you know, we want you to pay for the surgery for the Miriam woman. He doesn't go like, oh, I wish Audrey was here to deal with this. He just talks about him, Richard, not having a father. So we don't know anything about Audrey post the explosion, what's in the book, what we've heard about from, I think it was Doc Hayward, other than what we've seen, and we were all, I think everyone is suspicious that what we're seeing is reality. So, mm-hmm. and this obviously, you know, makes it even more of a question mark, like what is happening with Audrey? What does it have to do with the show even more so? Like, is this just something on the side that we're kind of intrigued about? Or does this tie into Mr. C and Cooper? And, you know, I don't know. I mean, but man, watching that, that scene where she the dance was so cool. And again, oh, watch, watching it tonight, I almost felt as, as like excited seeing that as seeing Cooper wake up. Um, yeah, I, I felt as excited, uh, just about, you know, it, didn't it feel, it felt like a twin peaks moment, like a genuine, like, Oh, like we're just like the, the air is sucked out of the room and you're just like, I, I actually, the I moment having? before the moment before was so incredible because when he said Audrey's dance, yeah, there's this weird meta moment where, you know, you and I know that, that that's the name of the song. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's, what the, that's what the real name of the song is in, in our, in our uh, reality. And, uh, when everybody kind of just hushed and got out of the way, um, yeah, the ba- yeah, everyone that's moving. The I went, oh. Okay, I feel yeah. like we're in somewhere else. It was Maybe this so... is solid. Maybe you know. It was so cool. Um, and 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 it was kind of remarkable. I mean, this is this lady, Sherilyn Finn. Like, <laughs> you know, I've said uh, a long time ago on this podcast, um, about ten years ago, it seems how I felt <laughs> she first did that dance. And uh, it was wild to see her doing this now as, uh, you know, 25 years later, um, maybe a little more. And they even kind of dressed her the same. She still yeah. had kind of like a teeny sweater and yeah. sort of a skirt. And um, I thought it was lovely to see her, especially after she had been so conflicted over the last few episodes to see her, this music kind of set her free and she was smiling and she was intoxicated and all. Uh, it felt like, Oh, Audrey's back too. You know, when yeah. you, when you say yeah. that's how I, felt like when Cooper was back, I felt, I felt, Oh, Audrey's back. 
you know, and there's there's a couple of characters that even though we've seen them, I feel like, oh, they're not back. And she's, and um, yeah, she's not talking about Billy for like two seconds. She's one of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we got um, we got Dallas. Dallas is here, so let's look, we're gonna rope him in real quick. I'm gonna, we have Dallas, ladies and gentlemen. We have Dallas. <laughs> we have to hang up and call in. We'll, we'll be right back. Hold on. Here we go. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Hello? Is he there? Dallas is here. I don't even know if I've introed the show yet. We've been talking for like 30 minutes, but um, we are just in the percolator now. We are whole. We have Dallas. We have John. I'm your host, Sean O'Donnell. This is episode 1000 of our show. Dallas, how are you, man? It sounds like you just came from the T two three D showing that's going on right now. Is that really happening? <laughs> yes. Really? You know what's weird is I actually came from the uh, twins showing that's happening right now. <laughs> I love twins. The young the, the the kid playing Danny DeVito doesn't look a thing like him, but very good. Yakety yak! Um, don't talk back. <laughs> Can I just say that I listened to the podcast that, that we did last week? Yeah. Very hurt by a lot of the things you guys said before I was on. Don't remember, any, don't remember any of I them. I don't remember any of them, actually. Uh, part of it was Sean going, we can finally talk without Dallas ruining everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, to John, I totally stand by that. <laughs> and then John just like verbally agreeing in a way that there was like no irony or sarcasm to his agreement. <laughs> it was just, it was, it was very like, yeah. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> I have stated for the record many times that the true magic is the two of you, mic to mic, face to face, man to man. <laughs> well, Beaver and skeptic, the Mulder and Scully of the podcast Aww. world. Well, guys, gentlemen, John, Sean, uh, skeptic no more. What an episode! <laughs> there he is. Yes, There's my guy. There it is. What an episode! <laughs> oh, yeah, standing O over here. I I'm mean, bouncing. I was like, just every beat was fun. We got, it felt like we finally had a Twin Peaks episode. Yeah. 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 I mean, my gosh, like even the stuff in the hospital before he became Coop was like <laughs> so fun. The, the Mitchum brothers coming in and, uh, ah. Oh, that was flower arrangement, by the way, is <laughs> like the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, what's that scene? Uh, I, I can't remember the movie, but the, they're like, it's something about uh, gangsters have this thing about floral arrangements. Whoever uh, sings, <laughs> sings the biggest one cares the most. Like every gangster movie. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know what you guys were talking about beforehand. We were, but, uh, we were uh, jumping know, all around. Jumping all around. But my theory holds up. What's that? Uh, from last week about the endings of all the episodes meaning something, those little interactions in the double R. Yeah. Uh huh. The, the Roadhouse. The ro well, Roadhouse. Charlene screaming at the band was the sign that we're getting Coop back. It's time. <laughs> and well, we got Coop back, and we got Eddie, mother effing Vetter. <laughs> Dude, I, call, I called back. that. 
Now I, it was I the wrong it was the wrong Google. song and it was like twenty minutes late. But my whole thing about we're gonna get Coop back and then Eddie Vedder's gonna go into even flow. I was pretty close. <laughs> I was pretty close. I honestly thought that Eddie Vedder was gonna go into. I am the FBI. That was a great moment. He he um, what does he say right before? Oh, right before he says, I am the FBI. Oh, he has a really great coop line about, like, I will not soon forget your kindness and decency. Like, it's a very season two, one of the better Cooper lines. Yeah. Right into I am the FBI. Like, what a great, what a great scene. So great. Amazing. So anyway, whatever you guys, we can go through this episode. I, I just... We were we were sort of examining. We we had kind of just talked about how great it was that even just through that dance um, that Audrey was doing at the end, that it seemed like we got we got Audrey back, like the real mm-hmm. Audrey. You know, kind of seeing her enjoy herself and being seduced by her own memory. Um, but then we were we were talking a little bit about you know it, what does this mean for everything we've seen at the Roadhouse? Does it does it mean that it's related to her possibly? Um, is it all real or isn't it? And um, I don't know. Do you have any feelings oh, about that's that? That's interesting. I've just tried to make sense of why nothing. Every time we see somebody sit down at a booth, just about it, it really doesn't relate to anything else. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. And I, yeah, that's a well, I've explained that, John. I weren't sure if you're listening last week to the show, but um, that's supposed to be us. I've explained that theory. Uh, I talked to Dave Keckner about it and he backed that up. Um, <laughs> Dave Keckner is not returning your text, dude. Come on. Nope, not at all. Not one. Um, <laughs> to be fair, I only texted him once. Text him again. See if he'll just... come on the season finale. I don't know. I don't yeah, know if know he's going to be on the show again. I'll text him again. I'll text him one more time. I think they have have like a five-year gag order, so I'm not sure he could even talk to us. Um, He could be on the bonus features. Like you could do some follow-up podcasts where you get Charlene on, get some (laughs) Keckner in there. In 2022 when the gag order is away. I don't know if Charlene believes in uh, digital media. Um, (laughs) So... (laughs) She could so she do it. She do it for us, Charlene. To do her voice, or... Charlene, because you're listening. Come on our podcast. I want to know. I want to hear about <laughs> your scene was amazing. By the way, that Charlene scene was so good. So can we say? Because um, here's here's the thing. I just this is what I wanted from this season of Twin Peaks. I wanted an episode of Twin Peaks that felt like it was current. Like it felt, but still had like the fun, quirky Twin Peaks. Like when Laura Dern goes goes back to the the um, Red Lodge or whatever it is, Black Lodge. Yeah. And her head blows up. It's the cheesiest, like mm-hmm. worst '80s graphics of all time. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. I just want that, but just I want everything to look better because we have modern cameras that make everything look better. <clears throat> I, I was saying I, I I feel like the pacing was was up to like more modern standards or yeah, yeah. conventional standards like that I love that whole sequence in the um in the the housing development and and for uh for Jennifer Jason Lee and Tim Roth's characters 
to sort of go out the way that Dude, they rest, did by rest that. in peace I, i'm i'm gonna miss them <laughs> they were so well, good and, but like can i also have like a spinoff starring the weird accountant guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, what was the story with that guy as an uzi so, pulled the uzi out of his trunk <laughs> Ju- my wife julie was was uh was going like, what is that gun? How can a gun that's small? She she just I think was not aware um, that they have Uzis that can do that. <laughs> what is that? Is that a thing? Is that? I'm like, yes, it's, it's an Uzi. And you know what? Uh, you know what happens when people usually pull out Uzis? Have you been listening to a lot of George Thorogood lately? Why do you keep singing that song? Like I like I don't. Did you like, so like I don't just wake up every morning and play that song? Did you notice that the the guy's name was Zawaski? Like someone pointed out on Twitter that the Z's in the show, like being that the red room is the like Z on the floor, and it was like the Zawaski, and then also what was the name of the bakery at Dougie's work that was like Simon's, but like S Z Y M O N's, and that place. Like I think two or three times played into the red room influencing Dougie to make a decision. Mm. Like remember the pie, you know, and then also yeah. when Anthony was trying to kill him with the poison. Um, but anyway, it was interesting because like this guy, this wasn't just some dude who lived there and was like, "You're in my way." Like I you like- don't think so? That's that's what made it so funny to me. Like. Like, of, of all the, like, expert kills they did on the way there. Yeah, and then, like, they just parked in front of the wrong house. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I just, the, it, when someone brought up the Z in and I was like, oh, maybe that has something to do with it. I mean, you, you know, Dougie wasn't on his way back home, though. So it's not like they necessarily saved his life, you know, or he, the accountant saved his life because he wasn't going to go back there. He was going to end up going to it, the, it the was airport. Sub- it was surprisingly weird that, you know, after, that all these threads were tied, that that entire story thread was tied up with like zero involvement of Dougie, the person that they were all after. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, I love what the Mitchum brothers say. Uh, people when are, they're like hiding. People, people are in a lot of stress. People are under a lot of stress. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. God, I love the girls showing up again and like in those stupid dresses. You know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Jason yeah. Lee's line: "What is this, the circus?" Yeah, <laughs> or something like that. Hey, hey, Janie, can you give me a key? Like, <laughs> just yeah. okay. Here, take the Here's key to my key. house. Yeah, we're gonna stack up the place for you. <laughs> I love that they're just, you know. Anyway, they like literally those Mitchum brothers turned into like my favorite characters. Uh, yeah, they were it, so fun. It was so refreshing too after that that dark beginning to just have these like jovial, you know, buddies. Anyway. Yeah, I feel do, like. Do we want to talk about that opening or or? Yeah, not? yeah, yeah, yeah. The opening was the whole thing. I was like, father son bonding coming soon, and it sure was. Yeah, another lost highway type uh, opener. Yeah, yeah. With the moving highway, um, I I I want to say I feel a little gypped, not getting to see them have a conversation. Yeah, about, well, about 
And I and I I imagine they're just waiting to reveal whatever that information would probably be until later. I was totally but, like I was mystery science theatering it the whole time. Like, Dad, tell me about girls. You know, like when they're in the car, <laughs> silence. <laughs> yeah, like, like what is he? Because he said in the last episode, we'll talk in the car. I'm like, about what? What are you guys gonna talk about? Um, well, but. But he said my mom's Audrey Horn, so yeah. I thought, okay, like, here we go. We're going to get a big, like, download of, of like, the, the kind of good exposition that we've been wanting. Never uh, expect like, that from the show, right? <laughs> oh, no, I just thought, okay. Um, Dad, why am I so mad all the time? <laughs> I killed a kid and I don't care. Is that <laughs> Is that what puberty is? <laughs> oh man! Um, so, the, the, so we're we're left to assume that that kid's that the horn horn kid is dead, right? I am assuming that. I mean, yeah. he his body exploded before his head, so yeah, maybe. I mean, it, my question from that is like, okay, he says he got the coordinates from three people, so that would have been Ray. And Jeffries yep. and Diane, right? Yes. So mm -hmm. the two that were the one that they were at, that was Ray and Jeffries? Is that how that's you read what it? I, that's what I read it because, because remember um, later on when Diane, for reasons I when she gets the text message that like triggers her the somehow, smiley face and the all she goes, Oh, I remember. And then she texts him like the full coordinates. Yeah. Like I have so many questions about that scene, even though as much as we got like information, like what does the smiley face mean? And at first, Why is I, all, what does all mean? At first I thought the all, well, at first when she started writing the coordinates out, I was like, Oh, she didn't give him all the coordinates. And then, I, and then, when she sees the all again, when she's talking to Gordon, I was like, "It keeps she, triggering things." Does she I couldn't want, tell if she was yeah. looking at her phone to like stay sane or to because it seemed like the real Diane was trying to kind of bust out in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How does a tulpa work? Do you have a a part of you is still there? I mean, apparently it is because she's remembering. I mean, but like, then I go, man, Gordon Cole and Albert have both had moments like this where they're like, I remember that. So then I'm like, are they all freaking tulpas? You know what I mean? Like, don't we, haven't we not. seen both of them do that? You know? I I do feel like they're doing a lot. And by they, I mean the right, the writers of the show are doing a lot of like people not remembering things. Yeah. And, um. I don't know what it means yet, but I, 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 I hope, I hope this doesn't turn into like Battlestar Galactica. We're like, oh, everybody's a Cylon. Oh, look, you know. Oh, don't um, I don't hope... ruin that for us, John. I've never really. I never... Oh, you should. You should. <laughs> well, not now. Well, not now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you remember how <laughs> well, we used to make up? I was exaggerating. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 but they're not yeah. all whatever that thing is you said. Yeah. Hey, do you remember? <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> Remember how we used to make up stupid titles for this season of Twin Peaks? You know, like the ones on the German subtitles? Uh-huh. Yes. I've, I've got mine for this one. Are you ready for it? 
It's it's Mia Tulpa. <laughs> I like it. Dallas, did I do it? <laughs> Mia Tulpa's pretty good. Me Mia Tulpa. No, I I got it. <laughs> No, Dallas, like three words. Like yeah, not, not, not like not like two words, like three words. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Say it again, Shane. It's not as good as sock it, sock it to me, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, wait, Sean, say it again, say it again. That was the end of Dish and the Percolator, everyone. Thank you for tuning in for 50 episodes. Uh, wait, Sean, say, say it again. Say the title again. Sock it to me. No, no, the one you made up for this episode. Me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit all of this laughing. <laughs> no, I won't. Take. I won't do it. I'm not even going to edit when Sean I call down. Sean takes a real scalpel. What? Sean takes a real scalpel. Yeah, yeah, I, I do a lot of hard work on this show. What is it, Dallas? What? Well, you're not going to edit when you call me what? When I, when we... When John and I are talking beforehand, and then we call you, I don't, I didn't edit any of that last time, and I probably won't. No, that's edit it. that's clear to everybody. You didn't edit that yeah. out. Uh, Have you heard the theme it, song for our for our show? I worked really hard Mia, on that two Tulsa? years ago. <laughs> what What are you asking me? <clears throat> no, it's over now. What? I was just asking you to say the title again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway. What are we doing? Where, guys? What? Hello? Who? Me? Atolpa? So let's talk about Cooper coming coming back, right? So this wasn't to me just like, ah, he got shocked. And that's why, like, you know, I was thinking of Christmas vacation where he's like, yeah, she got kicked in the face by a mule. Her eyes went crossed and she fell down a well and her eyes went back together. Like, I think it was literally. Cooper coming back through the like socket, right? Like he, some part of him stayed back where he was. And when he puts the fork in the socket, that part is able to return. Did you guys see, take that at all? Like from this, or do you think it literally was just like the jolt electricity brought him to? I, I like the theory that you just said, but I didn't get that from what I didn't think that at all. The reason I I didn't really think it until this I rewatched it, and they keep talking about electricity right before he comes back. So Sonny Jim mentions it, and he goes, "You know, did did it have something to do with electricity?" And like it's weird that the kid would ask that, you know. And mm-hmm. then and then Belushi's character also brings it up, and that's when I was like, I wonder if that was actually him passing through back through electricity into know his body i um i like that theory um i'm going to talk about something that sounds like it's on the side but maybe it's not so i saw a picture again recently of the socket that cooper went through when he left the purple tower yeah um and it has this metallic plate over it in a certain shape that is the number 15 Mm -hmm. and you know that um, that f- telephone pole that they always show around the fat trout and like stuff? number six it has on it, right? It's it's on the same shape of metal plate. Okay. Yes. Um. 
That's all. Chew on that. <laughs> oh, are you full? Sorry. What was? <laughs> what was? What did the plate read before Naido flipped the switch? Because wasn't it a different number? I think so. Hold on, I'm gonna go watch the episode and I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you guys talk about your Naido Diane thing yet? Yes, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I mean. That you was, know it's not it can't be true at all, right? It'd be too easy, right? Well, no, because how it, why would they think that that was Diane if it doesn't look anything like Diane? Yeah, that's one of the questions. It's like, okay, if if you know Dougie was created from Mr. C, then like why doesn't Diane look like Diane? But we, you know, I don't know. That's another question. I don't know. Why does Michael Anderson look like a tree? Because <laughs> he wanted too much money. Yeah, I don't um, know. Michael Anderson he doesn't grow on trees. He's he was Michael the little J. man, the little man from oh, another place. Got it. Um, yeah, I. Well, I'm interested to think what you guys like. I'm interested about Diane because what I didn't get is that she told that story. That was like kind of what I think we all didn't we kind of theorize that that's what happened. Like when we first had Diane I mean, talk that, to that Mr. C. Cooper that she came got to visit her. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought she, that he raped her. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one of you bringing that up before. But anyway, like, so it just seemed like I just, I guess I just didn't get how she was a, a copy because she seemed to know so much and have so many emotions about everything. And then yeah. yet she turned into. I mean, essentially being like a Dougie. So I, I don't know. The, I just didn't. Re- the laws of how it all works is what's kind of frustrating. Like we were talking about that earlier. Like, how does it work? Why? You know, obviously, Mr. C, if Mr. C and this version of Diane are not the same thing, but Mr. C also remembered things from before he splits in two. And so maybe that's how it works also with. But then did Dougie remember things of being Cooper. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, and the other thing we were talking about Dallas and like, I don't know if your thoughts on this, but you know, Cooper, when he wakes up, says something about how, like, did you, do you, we need to make another seed. So, you know, the thought is like, okay, Cooper says, I'm coming back. Or he actually kind of, he slips this and he says, Dougie, or he says, I will, I will come back. So obviously we're thinking he's going to create Dougie again so that he can come back and be with his family. But here's my question from this episode. Why does he need two seeds? Because he asks Mike if he goes, he says, do you still have the seed? Which was the, the Dougie. And then he says, I need you to make another one. So why would I, he, what, I, what's that for? I did not think he meant I need you to make another seed. I, I thought he meant make another Dougie. Okay. So do yeah, you think, yeah, so the seed it, uh, the seed plus his hair means Yeah, because all these tulpas have a seed inside them. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Uh and then um yeah, and so it was like, you know, they cloned him from his the DNA in his hair, you know. So like the end game here for Coop is he's gotta get the ring on Mr. C, right? That's how this is how it this is yeah. how we get our mega happy ending when that happens. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe, yeah. Don't challenge him to an arm wrestling contest. 
I, uh, <laughs> I was, uh, um, uh, sorry. I had two thoughts at the same time. So Cooper, like you, as Mr. C, basically, let me phrase it like this. Did you guys see Dumb and Dumber 2? <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> well, first of all, didn't we say decision. everything we need to say in the first Dumb and Dumber? We really did. Um, <laughs> the problem with Dumb and Dumber 2 was, well, not the problem. One of the 400 problems in Dumb and Dumber 2 was that, like, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels had been gone from those roles for so long that when they came back to those roles, it just didn't, it, it wasn't right. Like, it didn't seem right. Like, it was seemed like they played a parody of what those roles were. Yeah. They were doing like a Saturday Night Live version of those characters. Yeah. So their own, like them playing those characters, it didn't come off right. It was just weird and it it was just off. And so I was really worried watching uh, Kyle MacLachlan play Mr. C because it was, it was, I was like, oh, maybe this is just kind of how he plays Cooper now, if that makes any sense. Like I knew it wasn't Cooper, but like. I wondered that too for a while. I There was one episode where I thought. I wonder if that's Cooper. Like it was when Jeffrey said that. I, I I was like, well, maybe this is just the new Cooper. Yeah, maybe this is how he thinks he he's supposed to play Cooper. And then when he jumped up as Cooper and started the lights, like, oh my god! Like it, it would just he slipped like right back into it. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it was perfect, like note for note. And then it made me go, wow! Like you for kind of forget, mainly because of Showgirls, how good an actor Kyle MacLachlan is. That he's playing like Mr. C and Dougie and Cooper, and they're all like so distinct in totally. such subtle ways. Yeah, yeah. It was just I was I was very impressed, and uh, and it made me like Kyle MacLachlan even more. Yeah, mm. agreed. I know that wasn't any like insightful thing, but no, no, no. To- I mean, yeah, I, I I totally like get what you're saying. I mean, I I never like I I, I was expecting this, but when you see him be so good as that and then you go, Oh wow, he's doing, I feel like both characters before Dougie and Mr. C were both at least like, as it got later on, Dougie kind of became more enjoyable. The more we kind of got into that character and like, it wasn't like Janie just going, what's going on the whole time. Like there were some really, really funny things he did with that character. So, you know, you like you zoom back and look at the like totality of his work on the show. Like it's pretty incredible, the different things he's doing. You know? Yeah, totally. I was thinking it must have been so fun for you know Frost and Lynch at that point to like kind of slip back into those shoes and write 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 him that way. Yeah, you no, know? he it's kind of. Yeah. You know, just the writing for him is so great. And and it's more words than most people use in a sentence, but he, sure. he has that clip. You know, he just clips along. It's lovely. Yeah, it was like... Well, it if was it like was he, fun for them, they should have done it a lot earlier. Well, okay, so that's a good, but that's a good question. Like, if that happens in episode two, do you feel as excited about it? I mean, like, honestly, yes. the waiting is the hardest part, but did that make this just the ultimate awesome experience that it was. Uh, I don't, I'm, I mean, who can tell having not seen the finale, but I, I had no problem watching agent Cooper for 
30 episodes of 30 hours of television before. Sure. So I, yeah. I, I don't know that I would, would have, um, you know, not enjoyed it as much. No, but, I know. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But, but yeah, yeah. But I, I, would I was it more. I was instantly like, we need another season of this. Like, now that he's back, I want to yeah. see more. Well, and I also was thinking, you know, imagine all of the mysteries of this season. Um, and I love this episode, so I'm not ripping on it, but I'm just postulating here. Like, imagine all the crazy things that happened. The, the Matthew Lillard plot, um, the major Briggs stuff. Imagine if that had been Cooper investigating all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It would have. It would have been... Uh, interesting, but sure. you know, no, no, no. A shit. <clears throat> and and we'll like literally, we'll take what we can get. We're so, I mean, yeah. as a Twin Peaks yeah. fan, you're like, this <laughs> has just been the best. I mean, just you know, even like what, however they wanted to bring it back for me in the end, I'm like, this is fine. You know what I mean? I'm just so happy that I'm getting to experience this. But so, okay, well, I, I have a question for you guys, like. They waited 16 episodes to give us Cooper. Like, do you think there's anything left? Any little like nuggets that we're holding on to that like, I was thinking of like, what, how cool would it be if he shows up at the station and Aunt Keen is a part of the show and he's like there, like that would be the greatest thing, right? Like, are there, do you think there's anything left? Like, are we going to see Heather Graham, you know, any Hail Marys? Uh, all those any things would be, would would be like the best finale of anything ever yeah. for me, but I don't think they're happening, but yeah, uh, I mean, if Heather Graham showed up, if, uh, I feel like they haven't, we haven't, haven't dealt with that. Any, they haven't laid any groundwork for dealing with it at this point. So I feel like if they were to introduce her in, or her name in the first 10 minutes and then you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. I don't know how much new kind of problems to solve they can introduce in the last two well, hours. But maybe uh, she comes back as a teapot or but would a tree? that be like, but by the way, John, would <laughs> that be teapot. so, would it be so <laughs> out of pot. left field if like <laughs> she is involved in some way? Like, what if this is her, like the whole thing about the dreamer thing kind of puts me off. Like, is this a dream? Is this Annie's dream? Like, would that would that totally come out of left field if, like, we find out that this that Annie has something to do with this show, that this story, right? I mean, like, she was such a big part of the end of this, and they've completely glossed over her. And I have to go, like, is there a reason why? Is there some sort of tricky, arty filmmaker reason why we haven't dealt with her? Are we gonna like deal with her in a huge way in the last? 10 minutes of the show well at the beginning of last sorry to cut it off but at the beginning of last week's episode you guys were talking about her not really appearing in the book yeah is that no, a thing I don't it's know a thing like it. like they've erased her except hawk does mention her in this series you wish she my was at least is, mentioned once my feeling is that that book is um Bull crap. Well, okay, <laughs> bull honky. I wasn't gonna say that, but I, I, I think that's not untrue. I think that um, the book is either one of two things. We're either going to learn. We're either going to learn why they got so many details of things we already knew wrong, 
like how Ed and Nadine met and how her eye got shot out and how like all of that stuff. I, I can't even think of them all, Sean. You Norma, Norma and and Annie are not related. And yes. that's all in the book. Yeah. Yeah. So when 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 you know, because the book is a dossier, if you remember Dallas, it's that has been collected by a bunch of different investigators, and the per the uh, the person reading the dossiers who is commenting on the side of them is TP Tamara Preston from the show. Um, she has been tasked by Gordon Cole to like go through all of these. Um, files and read all and this TP stuff. is the weird, awkward actress in this series, right? Yes, Tamara okay. Preston. Um, and so uh, there, I'm stuck. Help no, me it, no, it, it okay. It feels like it's a like parallel kind, not parallel universe, but like those like Star Wars books that are kind of like off to the side like yeah yeah like because, an expanded universe you have to, exactly you have to go some of the details if this um, is if this is happening in the in the timeline of the show we know well did it happen before this it it can't have happened after this because she would mention things that we've seen in the show well, so like, so my question is are we going to learn in some way that that the the file was that the, the dossier was compromised to try to mislead certain things or to try to discredit it. So, like, for example, there's all these things in the dossier about like Richard Nixon and showing a dead alien body with uh, who else? Who else is in the room there? It's somebody crazy. Well, it's like um, Elvis, right? Isn't Elvis there? Uh, not isn't that, isn't that a national Enquirer cover? Oh no, like it's famous... Jackie Gleason. Yeah, it's like Jackie Gleason and uh, Dallas. I forget if we talked about the, this part of the book, but there's like there's like a scene. So so Mayor Milford Milford of the town, the old guy. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I'll call him. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah. So like the most of the book follows him. Like he's no, the, the his brother, his brother. <clears throat> not the one that died though. No, his not the mayor, the brother, the brother, of the mayor, the the one who died. Oh, I didn't get that at all. I thought it was the one that. Um, no, it's I not th- Dwayne. It's Dougie. So it's the one that died. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So the the old guy who died because the woman. He was married. He marries that, Lana. Yeah. Yeah. He he turns out like it follows his military career and he turns out to basically be like an X-Files kind of man in black kind of guy. Like, and they yeah. like, can, can it's like a whole Forrest Gump kind of thing where he's connected to the JFK assassination and he's Richard Nixon has the owl cave ring, you know, the yeah. green ring and, and they show him a real alien. Like it's all this crazy stuff. So, I, I'm bringing all that up just to say that are those discrepancies perhaps there to say like you can't truly believe anything in all this book as fact necessarily hmm. um, or are they an attempt by someone to discredit the dossier um, which I I don't know if that makes a lot of sense no, but yeah, I don't I don't know I mean and who we, wrote the book Mark Frost 
Mark Frost. So he obviously when, knows what he's doing. When did doing. it come out? Like last, last about a year ago. Last October. Yeah, like last. Oh, October. really? Oh, yeah. okay. And when when David Lynch was asked if he read it, he said no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I'm wondering too is like, did Mark? Like, I want to. I am very curious to know um, if Mark Frost was like involved while this was being shot. Yeah. Uh, like, because uh, on the show he acted as a showrunner until he left, and um, so I'm wondering here, like, or or did they treat it like a movie, and the writer didn't stick around, and then David Lynch did whatever he wants. So, what what might have happened is that Mark Frost wrote this whole book that's supposed to set up the show, and then David Lynch changed the whole show. Um, but that would be like a big goof up that I would yeah. think would catch. Yeah, I would think they would stop the book or something. But well maybe Tamara Preston's a, a tulpa. You know, if this was a movie, that would be like the Blade Runner <laughs> ending, you know. Uh, where well, they spoilers. I feel like I feel like this is <laughs> this spoilers is spoilers for Blade Runner. This is very this is very off topic, but they missed two like excellent chances for awesome lines in this episode where <laughs> when Coop wakes up and right after he wakes up and talks to Mike, uh, Bushnell, I think in Sonny Jim and Janie come in and he goes, hello, Sonny Jim. And he goes, hello, Janie E. And I wish you would have looked at the screen and went, hello, audience. <laughs> 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 and then we missed out a beautiful moment when if the, if the, Diane Tolpa could have been like F you Mike if she would have just said his name you know in the lodge I'd have been like Mikey. yeah that would have been the best why could she knows his name does she not know his name she guess she doesn't know his name but I never I you know I don't mean to be a whoa oh, no. sorry guys <laughs> in my stomach I'm a little hungry <laughs> wow. I gotta kill this cat <laughs> real quick oh <laughs> Sorry, it's yeah. a tulpa. <laughs> oh man! Um, um, sorry, John. Go ahead. No, I don't remember what I was going to say. Well, I was okay. going to say the one person that I'm hoping to see before this is all over yeah, is yeah. Stone Gossard. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, he's the lead guitar player of Pearl Jam. Actually, the rhythm rhythm guitar player. I'm sorry. That's Mike yeah. McCready. That joke was just for Sean. Mike McCready is the lead guitar player. Oh, Eddie Vedder. Oh, Eddie Vedder. Is there anyone on the list that we can think of that we haven't seen at this point? I don't think so, right? I don't. I'd have to go. I mean, if there is, they can't have been huge. Like, I think every all the main characters we've now seen, because Ed see, was Ed was one of the last ones we had had not got to. Can can I say something though, real quick? That maybe, I don't know. Um, no, like oh, okay, great. <laughs> I seem to recognize your face. <laughs> down, 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 down. I'm still waiting. What What was the song that Eddie Vedder sang? Some song he wrote like last week. Yeah, for Diane, right? It was fine. I was trying um, to make sense of the words and I could not. No. no oh, no. really? You couldn't make sense of the words Eddie Vedder saying? That's strange. Yeah. 
Sling a ding a ding. Down to zero. Why couldn't it? Why couldn't it have been that song? God, that'd have been great. Um, well, two things I want to say then. One about the music in this episode because we definitely got back some Twin Peaks music. Yeah, they played. What theme was it, John? They played right when he's like driving in the car. Is it like the main title theme? They played the opening theme. Yeah, when he was, it was amazing. Yeah, but they played it when he woke up in the hospital, too. They played it. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was like the whole him kind yeah. of like singing and saying goodbye, and they played about a, two, you know, a minute and a half or two minutes of it and then all the what way was, until he was driving down the road. What was the song that was played when Diane walks from her hotel room to Gordon Cole's same, hotel room? Same song that was played the first time we see Mr. C. And okay. it's uh, Amer- this weird American woman. It says American woman, David Lynch remix. So it's like, if you Google that song, it's like a girl, like it's like a pop song that he just it's took and, and slowed. Yeah. It's and it's not American woman, the like Lenny Kravitz oh, right. cover. It's right. another song. It's just right. called that. If you, you, It's worth Googling to hear it because you're like, oh, wow, that's the song. He just took it and slowed it down. There's a pretty interesting interview with Dean Hurley, who's like, he's kind of David Lynch's right-hand man when it comes to recording stuff. And he talks James about... James' dad. James' dad. But he talks about that piece of music and like finding music for the show. Um, I'll have to tweet it out. It's actually a really great article. If you're if you're into the music at all of this show... I would like to read that. Well, yeah. Dean Hurley, son of James and Evelyn. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we going to get Evelyn back in the last two hours? Gosh, I hope not. <laughs> what, yeah, what if he shows up to Twin Peaks and it's just Evelyn? She's the mayor now. Did he play that really loud song on the jukebox? What I was going to say, too, is that, like, John, you mentioned, like, what would it have been like if Cooper was in, like, interrogating these people and in part of the investigations? And I also think back, like, when we're talking about who's on the list that we haven't seen. I think, like, even though I enjoyed it, some, you know, kind of, like, what would the show would be like if we didn't have to sit through, like, the crap, like, Wally Brando? Like, what if we didn't have to sit through oh, that? Oh, come on. That was fun. But you know what I mean? Like, it was fun, I guess. When I, when I go like, back and rewatch the show, I'll, I will enjoy the Wally Brando scene. Wally Brando, I think, is funny. What I don't understand is long, like, like so much of Dougie at work or you know i feel like we saw five of the same scene there or like you know as much as i love keckner and the idea of those guys like especially that one time where they were all kind of like giggling and stuff we've got your palm uh, like where, <laughs> what did all of that have like where did any of that lead uh yeah. really you know um down the toilet <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, David. Text me back. Text him back. <laughs> On the flip side, Scott Thompson won't stop texting me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> so awkward. It's so awkward. Uh, do we want to talk? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. Uh, do we want to talk about Jerry? Jerry Horn? I was really hoping, like, I, I, my whole hope this whole time has been that he's going to, like, play a role in this show. And this was his moment to, like, do something. And I was just like, oh, no, this is just going to be a, it's a really, really extended pot joke. I just wish he would have, yeah, I wish he would have, like, gone down there. 
I wish there would have been a like at least a realization that that's his nephew, you know, like getting, yes, getting I didn't even think it, about that till right it, now. You know, it's like Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jerry, missed, is that you? Ah, you know, <laughs> yeah. missed missed opportunity. But instead, they're like, let's do a let's do a pot joke, and he's looking through the wrong end of the binos. Hee <laughs> hee. You know, I don't. Like, I don't uh, smoke weed, but I don't think there's any pot that does to a human what that pot did to Jerry. <laughs> well, it's probably not just pot. Well, and that, like, I loved how they started out with him and Ben. Like, that scene in the in the Great Northern was so funny. Uh-huh. When he's like, is that mother's hat? And then, like, <laughs> I wish there would have been more of the two of them together. And we haven't seen Ben in, like half the season i feel like at this point i'm not sure yeah most of jerry's scenes have been with his foot <laughs> i'm not sure if ben's coming back i hope he does but yeah it'd be cool to get a like a, i'm thinking of it like a hail mary before it's over with a you know a heather graham or a an aunt keen or even like i know dallas you won't care but like i have this hope that josie somehow shows up in the great northern like i so I, cool i want that so bad so cool uh, I also would have loved some Billy Zane, you know? Yes. Don't get me started. JJ Dubs. What's his name in the show? John Justice Wheeler, buddy. Justice Wheeler. That's right. Give me some JJ Dubs. (laughs) Give it to me. He is one of the characters that I'm like, what would they have done with him in a season three? Because it was clear that he would have played a part. I, I would have hoped he would have worn those like, 90s sweaters like he was always doing with <laughs> <my> turtlenecks. <laughs> uh, yeah, Billy Zane would be fantastic. What if he's a part of I don't know. I just the whole Audrey thing is like, what is going on with Audrey? Yeah, well, I think our, one of our theories was was right. I forget who had it, but that she was in a coma or she was still going crazy or something. Yeah. Or maybe she's being held uh like in that hotel or something. Yeah, like Cooper know. took her there, right? So like we know what we know about about um she's like Diane was that he she goes door. he took me to this convenience store. So is that after he raped Audrey? Is that where he took Yeah. But then she gave birth. I don't it's really complicated. I don't know. It's true. It's true. Yeah, how did she give birth and then Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, not to darken things uh, on this joyous podcast, but it was interesting for me to kind of go, huh, okay, so in in wondering if Bob is still in there, I mean, that seems to be his M.O., like the sexual abuse um, of women. Sure. Um, And they seem to be bringing that to light a lot. Um, and I'd like to think there's a thread to it other than just horrible stuff. Well, but. I mean, we definitely knew Bob was with him then, right? Because those are yes. old stories, right? These For are sure. things that happened yeah. a long time ago. True. Um, yeah, that's a good... I mean, man, I don't know how they're going to fit all of the things we want to answer in the yeah. next two hours. I mean, I, I'm like... I'm pretty excited. I don't know how you guys are feeling for Sunday. I don't know if you have like plans. <laughs> I'm going to bake a pie and make some coffee. You know, I'm like, really going to try to enjoy it because it's you crazy. Make, it's, uh, it's make crazy. coffee cocktails. That sounds good. That sounds nice. 
I mean, this is it. Like, this is the last time I'm going to talk to you guys before the show could be over. To me, that's so strange. Wait, you know? I'm confused. Are we? So, is it two more episodes, or is it one two-hour episode? Two, it's it's probably going to be. I'm guessing how they did the first two episodes, where they're not going to show them as two separate episodes. It's going to roll right into the next one. But I'm guessing further viewings, like 17, would end, have credits, and then, you know, it would go into 18. But I'm I'm like they did the first. The first episode was like two hours, and I think that's what this is going to be. Hmm. So this is I it. watch them streaming, so I'll probably see them separated. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, unless unless they post it as, you know, part seventeen, eighteen. But yeah. I don't know. Um Yeah. It's crazy. It's exciting. I mean, I never thought this would happen anyway to begin with. I can't believe we got eighteen more hours of the show. And I, I hope that uh I hope we get more. Is there anything we haven't touched on? I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure there is, but, um, but yeah, I, rest in peace, rest in peace, Chantel. Chantel, man. Rest in peace, Hutch. Those two are great. They were great. Hutch and Chantel. So good. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It would be cool if we could see on Keen. I think Um, that'd be the big one, right? That's like the. That's I mean, it's not going to happen. There's no way, but it's not going to the 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 uh, the reason for me it would be so great. And I was thinking of this this afternoon is that that was Coop's best friend, basically, yeah. on the show. And like, if there's two p, if there's one person I would like for Cooper to explain where he's been the last, you know, twenty five years, it it would be to him. Yeah. You know, to say yeah. Harry. Harry, I was, and then like explain this whole weird thing that's just happened, and of Dude, course Harry just would. Like, even if they just like had his voice, I was just gonna maybe say even if the phone. even if they're like we couldn't work it out with you to film, like will you just can we use your voice? Like that would be amazing, because <clears throat> I feel like Cooper is going there to see Truman, right? Or is he going to see Diane or Naito or whoever? Man, I, mm. I. I was thinking about this too. Um, it was interesting because, to me, like just in the the realm of the show, like the first two seasons of Twin Peaks were what's supposed to be over like a, a a year period or no, like no, like, like a month. Like yeah, a month. It's each, each show each is a day. Each episode's a day. Yeah. So it's interesting to me because like that. In the scheme of things, to every person in Twin Peaks, that whole episode was a month. You know what I mean? So it's like, like we sit here and we go, yeah, Harry and Truman, or you know, Harry and uh, Cooper were like best friends, but like, were they? You know what I mean? Like, uh, like because I like to think of like Ed and Cooper being like super good buddies, but then like Ed hasn't even really thought about Cooper or anything. Well, you know, they, like they think, formed a bond. I think they formed a bond. They went, you know, they they went through a lot of things in that short amount of time. It's just interesting to me. Those characters <clears throat> spent 25 years doing whatever else they were doing, you know, like not but, really thinking yeah. about those I things ever again. One of the things we liked about Twin Peaks was that Cooper, like there was an appeal to the town because Cooper felt kind of at home for the first time. So like, I mm-hmm. get what you're saying that, yeah, they didn't know each other that long, but like you could... He, Comic Lachlan, one of the like brilliant parts of his performance was that he just like felt at home and 
it made you like the town because he was just so enamored with it and he loved Harry. He loved just the way people were different there than the places he was used to. So it was like, it was almost like he was searching for Twin Peaks his whole life and he found it. And so I totally get what you're saying. It was such a short amount of time, but the impact of that place on him was not lost, you know, to the audience, I feel like. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought. Like he was going to buy, he was going to buy a house. You know what I mean? With Annie, who's never coming back. Don't say that. Heather uh, Graham's tied up with other stuff, man. She's she, a busy actress. She loves Showtime. She was on uh, Californication with Duchovny. It's true. Yeah, that's she's busy. They're doing a reboot of that show. And, uh, <laughs> no, they're not. Californication, they return. Oh, uh, I mean, but it's, thank you, thank you, Showtime, for picking this up. And I'm sure, I'm sure, when you don't pick up the next season of it, please Netflix. Throw us a bone, right? We need another uh, another twelve episodes with Cooper, you know, uh, hold, holding the wheel. Recognize. <laughs> oh, well, Cooper. guys. Anything else? Anything you want to add before we're done here? No, not at all. I'm excited for the next two episodes, which I never thought I'd say about this season. Um, have I so have, have I done my job, Dallas? Have I converted you? Are you a Twin Peaks fan? No, but I am excited <laughs> for the next two episodes. Dallas, Dallas, yeah. Dallas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me a tulpa. Ba-na-na-na-na-na. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm excited. Do you guys have theories before we go? Any theories about these two episodes? Oh, I, this is my quick question. So this whole series that we've just seen, we think it's about five days? Or is it span longer than that i haven't been I like think it's three years i haven't been <laughs> i really have not been like counting i know someone probably has i heard somebody in the show last week say like since he escaped the prison five days ago yeah uh, and it seemed like all that happened on the it seemed like him getting into prison took a day <laughs> i just <laughs> I just for some reason were ho- was hoping you were going to say, I heard somebody on the show last time say, man, this has been a wacky five days. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what the total timeline, because there's been stuff where it seems like some scenes are happening in different timelines to other ones, you know, where like Bobby says something about, oh, we found something like yesterday, and you're like, that was five days five episodes ago and there's been right. like so yeah i mean i don't have a good answer for that i don't know um i do have two more questions yeah um what do you think laura palmer in a fishbowl has to do with the end of this show i think a lot i have a feeling we're gonna see a lot of laura and what her role is exactly, I don't know. But I will say that I I tried to stay spoiler-free of this show, but I caught kind of a big one that is something we haven't seen yet. And so, um, and I'm not going to say if it involves her or not, but I just feel like there's some big stuff kind of come th- our way, and I feel like she potentially has a big part in the ending of this to what extent I don't know 
but I do feel it's like we're going to see her again. I, uh, I've heard people say like, you know, we got to bring, get Laura Palmer. I can't wait to see her again. Cause you know, Twin Peaks is the story of Laura Palmer. And I, I, I strongly disagree with that. I feel like sh- her death was the catalyst, but then she's dead. Like, and she, we've seen the end of her journey, uh, in fire walk with me, at least as we're led to tragically believe is the end of her journey. Yeah. Uh, you know, my question is if she's sitting there with Cooper and they're like laughing and happy and there's angels around them. What? No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I like, I don't like that. Like implication from episode seven that she's, she was the chosen one all along sent to, like she's the Neo or something. But I mean, like in a, I don't know. Maybe don't she, know. you know, maybe she, I mean, we talked like till our faces were blue about fire walk with me. And I just felt like people saying that she was the, vi- like the victor in that movie, like she won. I just don't get that still. So <clears throat> I would love to see her have a chance to win, to be the good guy, to, f- to kind of put her, kind of evil well, part, that part s- of her behind yeah. because we knew that she could be really good <clears throat> but um as far as what she has to do with the ending of this I feel like it's something substantial I just I just have a good feeling yeah I hope we find out who kills her <laughs> <laughs> Bob kills her and she's like not again <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp, womp. And she looks at the camera and goes, this has been one wacky five days. And then Eddie Vedder's like, down, 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 your shift is over soon, James. Will you go to the roadhouse, James? I'm just a turkey in the corn. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, 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 James. Inside jokes. Um, Those are lines from um, Firewalk. He actually we- says it. No, he says it in the in the third episode they, when they in the dream, Cooper's dream. Guys, I want you to understand something very, very well. I have never, ever thought about Firewalk with me since the moment I stopped watching <laughs> Firewalk with me. Even when we did a podcast for 18 hours about the movie, I don't even remember what was said. I think you should go back and rewatch it tonight. Dallas, you haven't, you haven't seen The Missing Pieces. I saw 15 minutes of The Missing Pieces, which was yes. 10 minutes of uh, Chris Isaac fighting that sheriff. Yes. <laughs> and I that was enough. Sydney's- there's a couple of the good, like the best one, the best parts are on YouTube. Um, you mean of the fight? No, of, of like <laughs> the rest of the movie, like the interesting stuff. Yeah, no, nah, it's okay. You don't, I'm not interested. We've gone past that too far, I think. It would be oh, rad. God. It would be rad if the last two hours are just like the, 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 um, what I call the Christmas special. If it's just like the European pilot, like that's what it is. <laughs> it's like Andy and Lucy. <clears throat> um, It'd be kind of cool to see Kiefer Sutherland again. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. 
Do you think they'll have um, Twin Peaks the return the missing pieces? Dude, what if it's <laughs> like what if we where, got, where, you know what would be funny about that is if it was like the missing pieces in Fire Walk with me, it would have scenes with Heather Graham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the stuff we want. It would have um the woman who uh with the red hair whose name like Piper Laurie. And it would uh, it would probably, have it would have Lil. Yeah, it would have Lil. Oh, I would love a Lil a Lil scene, right? you know. Just a little Lil. Just a little Lil. Yeah. Oh, well, right. I, I hope that not only all of your wishes, but everyone else listening, I hope all of your Twin Peaks wishes come true this Sunday. Um, and we'll definitely do a podcast to cover the uh, the last two. But at this moment, this will be the last time we guys we talk before we're going to see the whole thing. So um, I'm excited. And this, this was really fun. Thanks, John. Yeah. Thanks, Dallas. Um, and I can't, and I just a quick, I can't podcast again until November. So, um, <laughs> so you guys will really want to stay tuned for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, this was fun. And, uh, what a great episode of twin peaks. And uh, I can't wait to talk to you guys after this weekend. And, uh, I'm going to eat a lot of donuts and pie and coffee and I'm pretty excited. Sweet man. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Percolator Pod. Subscribe on iTunes for the last episode. And um, I mean, not the last episode, because we're definitely going to make Dallas read the final dossier and we'll do another podcast after he reads. Guys, the I have final a lot of dossier. books to read. Um, <laughs> that comes out in October? October. I think it comes out on Halloween. <clears throat> oh, I'm still cool. reading the uh, Twin Peaks Fire Walk with Me cookbook. Um, <laughs> it's a grilling it's a grilling book it's mainly grilling um do you have any oh, i thought it was more of a like a korean like walk with me. <laughs> like, <don't> you <laughs> what? do you <laughs> uh, Dude, that's the joke of the podcast oh good job John. that is the best good joke job. made of this entire series of podcasts <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Do you, uh, Dallas, you got anything you want to plug? You got any shows coming up? Just my new book, Fire Walk with <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, God. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess come to Kaboo. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, Fire Won't you Walk come to Kaboo? <laughs> Please come to Kaboo. I got to get that in there. got to get that in there every time now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, the grilled chicken blue rose skewers are just uh, wonderful. With the blue rose sauce? Yeah, the blue rose sauce. <laughs> Oh, God. Please tweet us tweet us your favorite dishes from the Fire Walk with Me cookbook, and I will retweet every single one of them. If you're, oh, please. God bless you. If you're still listening to our stupid show, if you if you can think of anything funny, remotely funny, I will gladly retweet it to our 100 followers. <sighs> I love you guys. Uh, uh, sure. Thank you for that. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to wrap it up because it's 12.11 a.m. And uh, never forget. Never forget. And uh, I will, I will, uh, I'm going to, I'm sure I'll be texting you guys this weekend and hope everyone enjoys the finale. I'm sure it's going to be really, really twisted and awesome. And I can't wait. Thanks, Dallas. Thanks, John. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you Uh, later. What do you got, Dallas? Close this out. Mmm, yeah. Dig that, Kurtz. Don't let yourself be hurt this time. Don't let yourself be hurt this time. Then I saw your face. Then I saw your smile. The sky is still blue. The clouds come and go. Yet something is different. Are we falling in love? Don't let yourself be hurt this time. Don't. Let yourself be hurt this time. Then your kiss so soft, then your touch so warm. The stars still shine bright, the mountains still high. Yet something is different, yes. Something is different now. The guitar came in. I feel like I'm floating. Floating above a keyboard and a guitar. A guitar. Are we falling in love? Falling. Falling. Are we falling in love? Mm. That's the ketchup. I like coffee and donuts. <laughs> Rust Tamlin.